Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Yay! Hello! Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. So excited to do this show today. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, thank you so much. We already have a couple people in the chat room. Um, welcome to Messy Adventures in Living on this really awesome Monday. Um, we are celebrating today. We're having a party on Messy Adventures. We are celebrating the birth of a brand new book called Creations. Um, I am celebrating being a first-time published author, so I'm like really, really excited. Um, today, I have a, uh, a guest on my show. Her name is Kim Cooper. She's one of the co-authors of this awesome book. Welcome, Kim. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's an it's a very exciting day. It's my first book as well. So yay! Congratulations to you. Yeah, hopefully, the first of many for both of us. Exactly. So I'm just going to introduce my guest, Kim. Um, uh, Kim Cooper, as well as being a contributing author to this awesome book, Creations. Kim Kim is the mother of three wonderful boys, an access consciousness certified facilitator, and a magic maker. She recently quit her job as an airline pilot to focus on facilitating anyone who's ready to step into big changes in their lives. Uh, have you been hiding your gifts and talents from the world? Is now the time to reveal your magic. You can reach Kim at www.beingcooper.com, Kim at beingcooper.com, or on YouTube at www.youtube.com. Uh, yes. And we'll, we'll post a link for that YouTube channel. It's just being Kim Cooper on the, for, the, um, for the website. And the Facebook, Being oh. Kim Cooper. Mm-hmm. So you can find Kim at Being Kim Cooper all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to all of you in the chat room. Um, thanks for coming to play with us. I'm just going to um, introduce our book a little bit. So um, several months ago, we were invited to participate in, a, in creating a book that is a collaboration of stories. Uh, and the title of the book is called Creations. It's all about... Um, fertility, conception, pregnancy, birth, and a whole bunch of other cool things um, that are uh, part of that um, topic. So um, what if you could change the things you thought were unchangeable? If fertility, conception, pregnancy, and birth didn't have to be a struggle, what else might be possible for creating our families and our futures? Creations, conscious fertility and conception, pregnancy and birth, has been brought into the world through a labor of love. Her creators are a collaboration of women sharing their personal stories, their insights, and their knowing that something different is available for women and for couples bringing small beings into the world. They had a vision of a new possibility for the way we view our fertility, the process of conception, the gestation of pregnancy, and the labor of the birthing process. 
Each story told, while completely different from the next, captures the myriad of ups and downs involved in the creation of a new life from the trials, tribulations, and vulnerability of some women's struggle with infertility to the exaltation, exhilaration, and triumph of twin babies birthed with laughter. Some of these concepts, some of the concepts these authors introduce may stretch the boundaries of your comfort zone. Some may seem downright implausible, but some, no matter how different they may be from your current worldview, will awaken a knowing deep inside you that holds the potency and possibility for you to create your experience of fertility, conception, pregnancy, and birth completely different from what you may have thought possible before. The hope for creations is that it may expand your life and the menu of possibilities available to you and your magnificent creations. Oh, I just love that. <laughs> it made me cry while you were reading it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I we are go- after that introduction, we are going to take a very early break. We're going to take an early break and come back and talk to Kim about um, her chapter. So we're going to go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to Z and FN. We are celebrating the birth of our new book creations today. Um, This is Petrina Fava and my guest Kim Cooper. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736. 
in the UK, 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at patrinafava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A2Zen.fm with myself, Patrina Fava, and my guest, Kim Cooper. So before the break, we introduced our brand new book, um, Creations, that's launching today on Amazon.com. It's a collaboration of stories from a bunch of really awesome women all about telling all about their um, adventures in fertility, um, conception, pregnancy, and birth. Um, so, Kim... Yes, Kim, you there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, do you want to talk a little bit about um, what what you know your chapter is about and what it was like for you to um, to, to write your your first book? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I was thinking, would it be okay if I read a couple paragraphs of it? Absolutely. Yes, please. Okay, because that gives a good background, and then I can talk about it from there. So I'll just read the kind of the start of my chapter. So many couples attempt to save their marriage by having a baby. After the rockiest year of our 16-year marriage, my husband and I had a different plan. Sell our house, take a year off, and travel around the world with our year-old son. My husband quit his job, and I reduced my hours as an airline pilot so we could travel. Our house sold within two weeks of putting it on the market. We planned an estate sale to sell most of our belongings. When my period was late, I attributed it to the fact that we were under so much stress. This was the biggest decision we had ever made, and everyone thought we were crazy. The day before the estate sale, I took a pregnancy test on a whim, looking for some peace of mind but not really expecting anything out of the ordinary. Finding out I was pregnant after having to downside our life, downsize our life was a shock. Finding out I was pregnant with twins with nowhere to live or an income to support them felt like I was the star of my own personal lifetime movie. Things rarely show up the way you think they will, and it was quite a while before I realized that this might be the change in my life and relationship I had been asking for. So then I go on to tell about some of the tools that I use to create more ease with this pregnancy. As I mentioned, I have an eight-year-old son, and this pregnancy, even though it was with twins, I was much older, it was considered high risk. Um, I had so many more tools available to me, and, and it just really helped me create more ease and more joy with this you know, kind of unexpected pregnancy. And, and it really makes me realize, like, wow, Nothing went the direction I had planned it to go, but things turned out so much better because of it. And I had always wanted to write a book. I've been wanting to write for a long time now. And look, these two little magical beings gave me the opportunity <laughs> to do it. Well, I had never sat down to make the time to do it before. So it's just amazing how things turn out when you don't come to conclusion or don't go straight to, you know, like, oh, this sucks, what's wrong? Why didn't this turn out the way I wanted it to? Which I spent a good bit of time doing. I'm not going to lie. The first few months, yeah, <laughs> but then I picked myself up and you know realized that okay, uh, that's a choice I can make, and there's also another choice available, which is like, wow, what can I create with this? Um, yeah. So, and I think pregnancy and birth and like fertility, that's that seems to be such a big area where people get totally locked up into one 
way of thinking, one conclusion, one outcome, you know, and, and I think that the beauty of this book is the chapters talk about many different aspects of that and how yes. um, there's so many possibilities available. Oh, totally. Um, I, yeah, I love that you, you, <laughs> I love that you talk about, um, like the, not only being pregnant, uh, unexpectedly when you were trying to downsize your life, <laughs> but talk about upsizing because then you were pregnant yeah. with twins for God's sake. <laughs> like, what <Yeah>. the heck? <laughs> no kidding. And, oh my and God. I realize now, like, so I had been wanting to quit my job as an airline pilot for a while and do the facilitating yeah. full time. And it was one of those things that I just <laughs> couldn't get myself to do it. And I realized it had been so one you had baby. Twins. <laughs> well, absolutely. I thought, you know, how creative am I? And I realized that if one baby, I probably would have still tried to go back. Right. <laughs> but with two, that oh my made God, it that's really so funny. like, yeah. <laughs> So, That's hilarious, yeah. and I love this, the. It never shows up the way you think it's going to. Like you know, I don't no. know, but could you have ever, in your wildest dreams, imagined that you would have been pregnant with twins when oh. you were at a time where you were trying to downsize and like? Absolutely, and it's funny because when I had my son, I really wanted another baby. Like I always thought I would have two kids, but with my double schedule and everything, you know, we realized it was just best stick with one because that was manageable for my husband while I was gone and he was home for three days yeah. at a time by himself. And, you know, <laughs> so it's like, again, it's one of those things where you finally, like, like I had let go of having more kids. I was ready to just move into another stage of my life. And yeah. then it happens. And I wonder how, often, like, especially with women trying to get pregnant and trying to conceive, like, that is their main focus and their main goal. And I think I just read this in your chapter last night. Once you're able to kind of be willing to accept any outcome instead of the outcome that you are desperate to have happen, oh, then sometimes it opens up so many different possibilities. And I love what you wrote about that in your chapter. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I will read a blurb about my chapter. Um, I'd like to take um, I'd like to take a caller if that's possible. Um, is uh, so Erica Glessing is our, our publisher for this wonderful book. Um, if she's on the line, um, I'd love to have her call in. Uh, okay, maybe Erica, are you are you are you unmuted? I think so. Hi everyone. Oh. Woo-hoo. Hi Erica. <laughs> so Good I just, just Susan Shatner, who's one of the authors in the book, has just posted in the chat room that our book is number thirty freaking eight. Already, yeah. Yay. It was like three ninety this morning when I woke up and yes. up. <laughs> that is wow, craziness. Really oh my god, it's so exciting! Yay! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so Erica, so um, thanks for calling in. Uh, I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, thank you for everything you've contributed to um, bringing this book to life. Do you want to talk a little bit about? what this has been like for you. Um, you can introduce yourself a little bit. You've published many and written many, many books. Do you want to talk about how this has been different for you? or? Well, you know, a book and a baby aren't that different, but I want to say when I had my children, it was before I had a lot of tools. And I really was like 38 when I just went, my biological clock was like, okay, I'm going to have babies. 
<laughs> and, you know, I've wanted babies since I was 20. I used to teach preschool. So it wasn't, like, new. And then I chose a guy who couldn't conceive babies. That was fun. <laughs> that was really interesting. So the infertility stuff, like, kind of then got buried after I had three children. And that's in my book, my chapter. But when Sadie approached me about this book, it was like, wow, I wish... And, like, there's so much information now about being um, and having babies that if I had known then, like, oh, my gosh, like, my life would be pretty different now. So I was just kind of, um, uh, Sadie approached me about doing the book, and it felt super light. It felt like what the world was asking for. And then it was interesting when I read the chapters, because being the publisher, I get to read everything early. <laughs> <laughs> When I read Glenna Rice's chapter, I'm just going to tell you a funny thing. I'm just going to, you know, like kind of get a little serious about all this baby stuff. But she's like, she had a very gorgeous man taking one of her classes. This is in her chapter. And she goes, what if you chose your parents because they were good looking? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I was like, I was like. You know, we get so heavy into everything about with our parents, you know, and what their role is in our life. And what if we just chose them because they were cute or they had a good body? Or, you know, like, you're just hanging around out there, your little spirit. You're like, damn, those two are cute. Now we slam those ones together. <laughs> it's like, you know, what if it were more fun than we thought? So I yeah. really um, felt like this book had a lot of um, light to it. It had a lot of life force. One of the things I look for in a book, if I'm going to choose it for happy publishing, um, would be how much life force does it have? How much desire does it have to be in the world? And this book actually, um, it actually had a little bit of a few bumps in the beginning. So that's really interesting. And then it got stronger and stronger. And then there's a new book coming next on parenting which then kind of uplifted this book. It was very interesting in the life force of it. And so now this book is being born and it has so much beauty and grace. And everyone's stories, you know, Kim's story of getting pregnant with twins after she's just given up everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then Katrina, your story where you're like, wait a minute, I'm doing self-help. I'm not supposed to miscarry. Like that is so true. Like, wait a minute, I've done everything right. (laughs) How can my body be doing this to me? Or, you know, the book really helps people with those kinds of things. So I just want to thank you uh, for giving the book this uh, radio moment. And I want to thank all the authors for choosing to write their stories. Um, Not always the easiest stories to write about. And I'm just feeling like, um, I guess I'm feeling like there's a lot of courage in the book. So thank Mm -hmm. you all for that. Wow, thank you so much. Yeah, it was it's been awesome, awesome. Um so um and and your cha- um I haven't I I I'm so jealous that you got to read all the chapters. Kim, do you have the book already? Uh no, I was just going by the uh-huh. I ordered some this morning. I was going by what they had sent out earlier. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. So that's I how I, I got to read your chapter. I haven't read anybody's but yours and mine. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> I was waiting till I had it to hold in my hands and I could. I'm, I'm one of those. I'm not a real, I'm not into the um, Kindle or anything like that. I like to have an actual book in yeah. my hand. So I was waiting to read the whole thing till I actually had the book in my hand. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just so I'm just so so excited to get a copy of the book. Um, obviously, so I can hold it, but also so I can read everybody else's stories because I've just been hearing about pe- everyone's all the authors' stories and all their contributions, and I'm just like jumping out of my seat um, to to read it and to really get the enormous um, beauty that that it is. Mm. Um, and yeah, I and I can't. Yes, and Christine in the chat room. We need books so we can do a book signing. I can't wait to do a book signing. <laughs> How come I'll drive to wait. Toronto for that? Yes, I would love it. That would I be have, amazing. Katrina, um, am I still on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Well, I guess if someone's tuning in right now and they're just listening to this, one of the things that I saw like as an overarching message that I just love and Susan Schatzer as you said is on the line and it was really about listening to yourself it was really about asking your own body questions and the the last story in the whole book the Samantha story just was insane where her baby was sick in the hospital and they had to follow their own knowing and this whole time I also just tell you really funny I don't know if this made it into the book or not but when I actually got pregnant with my third child after adopting two, <laughs> we had some issues with the second adoption. I was like, I am going to be pregnant. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. I just, I just, <laughs> Can you imagine? I basically demanded it, which you know, I don't recommend. But I did demand it. And so then yeah. I um, went to the fertility specialist, which I would sort of ignored. It. And I went in. But I had already done a bunch of stuff to me because I had all the drugs still in my drawers, a drawer like, you know, in my closet. So I had poked myself and put lots of drugs in me, so I had lots of eggs. And I actually went back, and then I did, uh, I think, acupuncture. So I go in, and the doctor's sitting there telling me how at age, like, 42, like, there's no way I can get pregnant. And I was already pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. What did you know? He's going at your age, you know, with your weird hormones. Right. <laughs> like with you. And what I did is I just basically like took what I needed from each of them, but I did take yes. drugs. <laughs> but I, it was funny. It was like I just went into my own knowing. I just talked right. to my own body and I, yes. I listened to what they said, but I kind of looked at them and I was kind of laughing in my, in my head because it was my birthday and I was like, well, you might be saying that, but you might be surprised. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is hilarious. That make it into the book. But they were telling me absolutely, like, I should just give up, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone follows me on Facebook, Madeline is not giving. She didn't want to give up. <laughs> <laughs> Those babies wanted in. Uh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that's actually, so I think, thank you for that little bit of a lead in. I think maybe I'll just have a, I'll um, read a little bit about my chapter um, uh, before we take another break and then we will chat with Susan. Okay, so so basically my chapter is about um, 
uh, I had been, I had just learned Reiki. I was taking, I had just really become interested in energy work and I learned Reiki on the weekend. Uh, it was my first real exposure to energy work. And after that, I, I took a, a like a one-day class about manifesting. I had been reading like the, the, the secret and learning about the law of attraction and, and reading some Abraham Hicks and and really was excited about a lot of it because I knew, like, I've always known that something else is possible with bodies besides what, um, you know, I knew kind of in a medical sense that I'm, I've been a registered nurse for 18 years. And so <clears throat> I um, I took this, I, I was taking this manifesting class and I had been trying, I had had my two daughters by then and I really wanted to have a third baby and I was pregnant. And like literally right before my manifesting or right after it was over or right before it was supposed to start, I um, started having some bleeding and uh, had an ultrasound that showed that the baby didn't have a heartbeat. I was nine weeks pregnant. Um, And so I went into this huge tailspin um, because I'd never had trouble getting pregnant and never had trouble with my pregnancies. They were awesome. They were beautiful. They were easy. Um, And my daughters were healthy. and, And I thought I really had this cool thing going on with my body you know and so then I had this miscarriage and I go on to describe how much I felt um, really betrayed by my body so I'll just um, start reading uh, at a point where I had been in the hospital um, I went to the hospital because I was bleeding heavily and then I was not able to to um, expel all of the the fragments of the embryo and so I was in emerge for like two days trying different things and I was really upset. Um, so since this manifesting stuff is not working and my stupid body is not cooperating, I grudgingly agree to a DNC. Whatever. I'm pissed off and defeated. I don't understand why my body is screwing up so badly. Just do the stupid DNC. And if that means my uterus isn't good to hold a baby anymore, fine. I don't want to do this again anyways. I obviously asked for too much instead of being grateful for what I had and look what I got. I have the DNC. I see my gynecologist for the first time since the miscarriage the morning before I leave. Hey, troublemaker, she says jokingly with a smile. Yeah, no kidding. We go home and my body finally stops bleeding. The shock of what happened quickly wore off and after a while we were ready to try to conceive again. In the meantime, my brother Joey moved to Korea. He shares my interest in energy work. More than that, he and I share a certain kind of knowing, that there's more to this reality than what we see, that our bodies are capable of so much more than what's documented in the scientific study. We chatted over Skype now and then, and every month I would express my disappointment that I was not pregnant yet again. It had been seven months since the miscarriage, and it had never taken this long for me to conceive. The anger and sense of betrayal towards my body was increasing each time I got my period. My period became like a stab in the back, a slap in the face from my body. I became more and more fearful of all the possible damage to my uterus the miscarriage and the DNC had caused. All the facts I'd ever learned about bodies while obtaining my nursing degree were spinning in my head. I pored over my textbooks, Googled everything related to infertility, and became more and more loaded down with possible ways my body was now broken and incapable of sustaining another pregnancy. Oh, my God, the tears. (laughs) This time, Joey was telling me excitedly about something new he had discovered. It was called access consciousness. It was a modality about asking questions, he said. 
instead of looking for answers. I didn't really get that. Why else would you ask a question? Hello, I'm a nurse. I've spent years studying the scientific process. We ask questions and look for answers. We employ reason, steps, logic. We look for concrete evidence. I liked figuring things out. This stuff was weird. What if the purpose of a question was to re- receive awareness, he asked. Awareness. Mm. Yeah, I guess I kind of get how that's different from an answer. Uh, sorry. He sent me an email with some really interesting concepts from Access. Most of it was going totally over my head, and I found myself reading it at least ten times in an attempt to understand it. It was fascinating to me. So different and totally weird. Don't try to understand it, he told me. Just use your awareness. Ask some questions. What questions can you ask about getting pregnant, he challenged me. Mm, Let's see. Why aren't I getting pregnant? What's wrong with my body? Am I ever going to have another baby? Try something different. Ask a question that's not about a why. Try these ones. How does it get any better than this? And what else is possible? How does it get any better? I'd be pregnant. That's how. What else is possible? Pregnancy. That's what. I'm not so sure about this asking a question without waiting for an answer stuff. Although it did remind me of the whole asking for something and then letting go of the result idea we had discussed in our Reiki training. I just really didn't know how to do it. My brain was always going to what I thought were possible answers. And then, two days later, he asked me two questions that completely changed everything for me forever. Does your body want to have another baby? What? What kind of stupid question was that? What does my body have to do with this? I want to have another baby. Doesn't he remember anything we learned about manifestation? If you want it, you need to put it out there. I want another baby, period. Hey, ask your body, he says. There was that tingly feeling again. I knew my body had awareness, but I was afraid to ask my body. What if my body said no? I really wanted another baby. I squirmed asked the question, and then didn't hear my body say anything. I don't get it. I'm asking and I don't hear anything. Then I repeat, probably for the millionth time, I feel completely betrayed by my body. I don't want to ask my body. I'm pissed off at it. (laughs) Sorry. And then the gentle yet potent question. Petrina, Can you and your body create anything together while you're in that space of betrayal and anger? My eyes closed. My body sighed heavily. I was tingly and warm. Goosebumps on my skin. Tears streaming down my face. Oh my God, I am so sorry, body. Okay, I say. Tell me more. What questions can I ask to change this? Holy, I was not expecting that much emotion. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I probably read that so many times. Reading it out loud is like, wow. So, yeah, that's just um, a part of my chapter where I think that I started to really turn things around from hating my body and being really mad and pissed off at it to starting to really um, uh, ask it some questions and... Uh, communicating with it in a different way. So um, maybe let's go to break. And then <laughs> on that note, <laughs> let's go to break. And um, 
when we come back, we will talk more about the book and chat with uh, Susan, I think. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on AdaZen.fm with myself, Petrina Fava, and my guest, Kim Cooper. Um, so I just finished reading an expert from the chapter that I wrote, um, and yeah, it just kind of was... <laughs> it was getting a little bit teary even just reading it. I just want to say, um, I just want to say that the 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 level of vulnerability that this writing this chapter brought out in me was just like nothing I could have ever imagined. And the the healing and the the oh, I don't even have words. Like writing this chapter, putting everything that I that that um, I experienced out onto paper was just be I, I don't have words like it was just beyond healing and beyond cathartic and I'm so excited that I have you know because I had the energy of it and, and and all the awarenesses that I received but to have it out on paper and to have it in a book and out into the world to share with everyone and and also to know that someday my own son 
sorry. <laughs> my own son will read it. It's just like, oh, it's just beyond anything. So thank you to Sadie and, and um, to Erica and to all the other authors who have also contributed because this has just been beyond anything I ever would have imagined. Um, well, thank you for being okay. willing to go there too, Katrina, cool. because it's like to have that kind of level of vulnerability and put your story out there when it's so personal in the hopes yeah. that it touches someone else and and not even just in the hopes that it touches someone else like if that happens that's fantastic but I know for me and several of the other authors I talked to this book has been a huge facilitator for us in so many other areas of our lives like it doesn't just have to relate to pregnancy and birth these tools be used for any area of anyone's life and can really help you create more ease in your whole life and I am just like I'm blown away. I'm sitting here this whole call with like tears in my eyes thinking of what what this book has created for me and the yeah. possibilities that it, it can bring to everyone, not just pregnant women. Right. And like, did you know, I mean, I noticed that as I was writing too, I was getting aware, new awarenesses still about something that happened like five years ago, you know, yes. as I was yes. writing, as I was writing, I was like, oh shit, there, like, oh God, that. And some of the stuff I actually wrote about were awarenesses I was getting while I was writing. Like, did you find that too, Kim? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's it's just hard to put into words how this book, you know, facilitated me. And I'm sure that as I read other people's chapters, that the same thing will happen. And yeah. and the beauty of the tools of access consciousness, unlike a lot of other modalities, you don't have to figure things out. You don't have to yeah. try and go into the, like, why did I do that and why did this happen? And if I could just figure it out, I could make it not happen again. But it also, like, as the awarenesses come up, it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Now, next time I'll make a different choice when something like that happens. So yeah. it's beautiful that you don't have to go, like, searching for the reasons. But then sometimes five years later, you're like, oh, wow, that was a really interesting decision I made or thought yeah. I had or point of view, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and still many years later, like, those things continue to contribute to us and and give us new awarenesses. I, I, I love it. Yeah. Cool. So, Susan, are you there? I am. Thank you, Petrina hey, and Kim, for inviting us. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> You're so uh, welcome. So, tell us a little bit about what it was like for you to write your chapter and um, a little bit about what it's about. Sure. So, um, Sadie and I... Um, spoke like way back when the book was first starting to um, get its energy pulled together. And I had been in energy of, um, you know, babies looking for a different possibility and moms also looking for a different possibility in being born. Um, It was a woman who was in a class and I was running a body process on her and her baby started to talk to me. And, you know, never having that experience that I was aware of until that point, I was looking over my shoulder like, okay, who who said that? (laughs) Who's talking to me? And um, it happened to be the baby, and and we had a very adult conversation, which was just over-the-top surprising for me, um, where this baby's like, look, now's the time. You know, the the planet and the people have been doing birthing this way for so long. Um, 
you know, we're consciously evolving, you know, as our kids come in, they're more and more evolved than we were, more and more aware when I say evolve. Um, and they're at the point where they're like, hey, you know, we actually, you know, would like to not do this. <laughs> We'd actually like to be something different. Um, right. And so that's when, you know, all the energy for it got started. And Sadie and I were chat- chatting about it. And she says, yeah, so what if, you know, a book is something that would create some facilitation around the planet. I'm like, let's rock it. <laughs> yeah. And and so we just jumped in and um, and all the authors came together. And for me, writing the book was sort of writing the chapter in the book. Um, it's called From Creation to Cradle um, is actually the name of the company that I'm working with was inspirational, um, yet it was also a sense of, okay, I am really stepping out um, to a place where people can look at me and go, okay, you're weird. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're like woo-woo and, you know, <laughs> really? And so I went there and um, it's been incredibly freeing in a sense because I'm like, okay, I don't need to try to come up with the words to describe it or, you know, justify it or, right. you know what I mean? It's like, okay, this happened and this is what it is um, and this is what showed up. So I'm just incredibly grateful for um, being included in the book, being asked to be a part of it and um, for sharing some of the amazing things that have shown up and, you know, the possibility for um, pregnancy on the planet to really and truly shift and change. Yeah, wow, great. Thank you so much for that. Oh. Um yeah, I didn't I didn't know that you were um that you had um connected with Sadie right from the beginning. That's really cool that you've been um part of this right at, from the get-go. That's awesome. Yeah, I think yeah, it, it was yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go I ahead. was just going <laughs> to <laughs> I was just going to say it's actually you know, the baby that are asking for it. Um, because yeah. you know, in talking with them, the baby was like, look, we've, you know, we're manipulating our parents the best we can. We're, you know, talking with them and, you know, they're not really tuning in and they're treating us like a separate, um, you know, being and an infant and a baby and really, okay, we're as infinite as you are. Um, right. and even though we're in a little body, doesn't mean we don't know. Um, oh, and you know, having drugs and episiotomy and being pulled out, um, you know, or a cesarean, you know, is not how we would like to come into the world. It may be for some, um, but not. And um, the baby went on to tell me, you know, exactly, you know, how the world right now, you know, reads to the, the baby when they're in utero and moms and dads do that. And we talk to them um, and we even put music. There's headsets now that go on your abdomen. And you can play oh, Mozart nice. of music and, right? Well, but the baby's like, but you're not talking with us. You're talking to us. And yes. you're, you, like, you're not listening. So um, that's sort of what came up. And that's, you know, what is shaking and baking with sort of shifting uh, people's point of view on the planet. So while there is a different possibility available, there's right. a lot of different possibilities available. And, yeah, you know, let's absolutely. get in tune and start talking to the babies. Um, yeah, and I mean, you have think, a point of view, also. Of course, yeah. I think I think I had um, 
such a one of the things that was so beautiful about all of this for me, like the whole miscarriage and, and then conceiving my son, was that um, I, like I, I may not have known it cognitively yet, cognitively at the time, but of course because it's not cognitive. But, but I had such an awareness of him, like, and I was calling it like I wanted a little baby and I wanted a boy because I I had two girls and I love my girls. And I so much wanted to have a boy. And now, and, and like, I, I see that what I was actually perceiving was him. I was, I was so aware of him and his energy. And, like, I knew that he was there. And I knew he was coming. Um, you know, and, and I didn't have any cognitive thing to explain it then because it's not cognitive. <laughs> and and now I I know, like, how much I was so aware of the energy of my son and, you know, and his desire to come and co-create with me as well. It was really, really cool. Really cool. So um, thanks, Susan. We're just going to take another break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A2Zen.fm with myself, Katrina Slava, my guest, Kim Cooper, and some of the other co-authors of our awesome book, Susan Shatner and Erica Glessing, and perhaps some more in the last few minutes. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we will keep chatting about our book creations. Stay tuned. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be? If you were willing to get messy with your choices. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 33 one 0625 
Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to us on Messy Adventures in Living on AtoZen.fm. I'm here with my guest, Kim Cooper, um, celebrating the book of our, uh, the birth of our brand new book, the launch of our new book, Creations, today. And um, we've heard from a couple of different authors, and we have one more on the line. It is Samantha Vietz Holloway. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Katrina. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hi, Trini. I'm so excited to be here. This is awesome. Thanks for calling in. So do you want to talk a little bit about your chapter? Do you want to talk about what it was like for you to write? Um, I've heard a ton about your chapter and the crazy story, so please, please share it because it's so awesome. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, My chapter um, really focuses on um, my whole life I wanted a baby, um, and um, really what I wanted was a family and I had to change that point of view um, to actually um, to actually um, conceive and actually have my baby. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm, um, I had six miscarriages um, and the last baby chose out at six months in um, the womb. And, and after that, I just wanted to die. Um I didn't want to be here. And my chapter is about at 43, I was able to have a healthy baby girl, and she's absolutely beautiful. Um, and then we went into the hospital nine days after she was born, and um, they told us that she might not make it. She had a massive brain clot, and um, I had a lot of um, emotions, a lot of stuff came up, a lot of trauma and drama about um, not having a baby and her not wanting to choose to be in my life and my world. And um, we started using access consciousness tools and asking questions. And um, she decided to choose in. And um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm just um, so blessed to be part of this book. Um, she is so healthy. She's healthy. Um, they told us she'd never walk or possibly talk, um, and she is running around at nine months old, and she's dabbing like crazy. Um, um, <laughs> tell me this is one real word, but it's mama, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful oh. that she's here, and I'm grateful for um, Gary and Dane and yeah. other action facilitators that have helped me along my journey. And so my chapter is all about all of that. <laughs> Um, oh, that's so yeah. awesome. I cannot wait to read it. I can't wait it's, to read it. It's so exciting. And my wish for other women out there is not to give up and to, yeah. I mean, I was 43 and I kept telling you I was too old. And okay. I'm not too old. I wasn't too old. Um, I wasn't too old. And um, and that other women will um, use some of the tools and um and be set free from things that happened in the past um, yeah. and letting go of the miscarriages and other things. So yeah. I'm just so grateful to be here and to be oh. alive today. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you so much for everything. Oh, thank you so much, Samantha. Thanks for calling in. That was so great. I love that you shared that. And don't worry, I called. I cried earlier too. <laughs> I know. Oh, I my gosh. I was crying too. And I was like, oh, oh. my God. 
me yeah, chills. Every time I read my chapter, I cry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get through it without um, crying. What a, what a gift. What amazing a gift. how oh. it unfolds. Yeah. Yeah, it has been amazing. Um, I just want to say, too, that um, the the chapters are all so very different, um, even though I have not actually read all of them. (laughs) But I know that some of the chapters are about, um, you know, miscarriage and birth and miracles. And some of them are also about the choice not to have children and, um, uh, you know, the choice to have abortions and things like that. So, um, Kim, thank you so much for being on my show. We're already running out of time. (laughs) Oh, thank um, you so much. It was an honor to be here. I cried through all of your stories as well. <laughs> and it's just, you know, what invitation can this be to the world that there is a different possibility? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to cry again. Yeah. I can't say anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's a party slash cry fest. <laughs> yeah, so um, if anyone who's listening would like a copy of the book, it's called Creations. Conscious Fertility and Pregnancy, uh, sorry, Conscious Conception and Fertility, Pregnancy and Birth uh, by editor Sadie Lake. Uh, We are having a Google Hangout today on Facebook. Uh, The link is in the chat room. uh, And uh, the link, the bit.ly link to the book, you need to purchase it today on Amazon.com if you're in Canada to contribute to um, pushing this book up to bestseller. It's already at 38, you guys. 38, it's the launch day. Hello, it's craziness. It's just a matter of time. So who do you know that would love to receive um, this book? Um, You know, anyone, not only someone who's trying to get pregnant or trying to have a baby, um, who knows who this could contribute to in ways that we've never even imagined possible. Um, You can find all of us on Facebook. Um, Kim and I are both on Facebook. Um, Kim's website is beingkimcooper.com is that right yep being kim cooper being kim cooper.com mine is um patrinafava.com so um yeah thank you for joining us and thank you so much for playing and celebrating we are so excited um to have this book out into the world it's been um it's been amazing for all of us and again thank you so much to erica glessing and um sadie lake for getting all of this together and i think i'm going to talk into the music <laughs> thank you everyone <laughs> bye everyone thank, thank you for joining you. us thank you for partying yay creations is out in the world <laughs> how does it get better than that I wonder I wonder what it will contribute and I wonder how many awesome babies will be <laughs> will be um showing showing up. Take care. See you Thanks next for week. playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Petrina Fava will return next Monday at nine AM Eastern Standard Time, eight AM Central, seven AM Mountain, and six AM Pacific on A to Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.